five, four, three, two, one. Mind the gap. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Afro Jam Presents podcast with myself, Zach Constance, also known as Afro Zach on Twitch. Beside me, we have my right-hand man, the co-founder, co-host of the Afro Jam Presents pod, Mr. Nathan Hammerjam. How are you doing, buddy? Hello. I'm doing very good, mate. How are you? Hello. 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 This is car crash from the start. Oh my oh, sweet Jesus. If this is your first time listening, first of all, welcome. This is a podcast who, where we just chat to people in the entertainment industry, whether you are a content creator, a streamer, a presenter, or a singer-songwriter. We don't care. We Hello. just want to talk to you. We just want to talk to you. you <laughs> oh, today's guest is doing my edit already. Yes. <laughs> anyway, we just want to talk to you. We just... <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm not going to finish. Right, right. We're going to talk to you find out about your life. It's not a tumor. Oh, you drunk fuck. Oh, God. This podcast may contain you. My wife. It's, it's going to contain some strong language in a minute, I tell you that. It's amazing. Uh, <laughs> I love it. This is really fun. Oh, fucking hell. Uh, this podcast may contain some strong language if you get easily offended i apologize now we have warned you i am laughing it's gonna be like this all night guys it's gonna be like this all night yeah right let's get on with it let's just introduce tonight's tonight's guest because you know it needs to be the center of attention as you can tell today's guest has over fifty-six thousand likes across all social media platforms he's verified on twitter and on facebook I don't know. He is a pain in my ass, and he's been doing this for 20 years. Well, he's been doing his job for over 20 years, sorry. Fuck are you? <laughs> Let's just get into it. Anyway, <laughs> Mr. Danny Milo, everybody. <laughs> Look at him. Oh, my sweet Jesus, you make my life so hard. <laughs> You're a professional. Hold the interview together. Oh, sweet. I'm, I'm going to hold this interview together by taking you out of this call anytime now. Oh, my God. Hello, How are you doing, you mate? You all right? I'm good. Sorry. I was having fun with my buttons there. Oh. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, I thought Thank it was something else there. Oh. I need yeah. a beer. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> I need a beer. I've got mine. I've got mine. Thank you for having me on. This is very exciting for a Sunday night. Are you oh. working tomorrow? Are you working tomorrow, Zach? I'm working tomorrow, yes. Nathan, are you working tomorrow? I'm working tomorrow, yes. Are you working tomorrow? Oh, why did you ask him? Why yeah! did you ask him? <laughs> I've, been, I've been preparing all week to be on here. I thought, right, I'm going to come on on the Sunday night and I'll need a week off to recover. So I've booked the week off just you've, for you. You've been, you've been preparing for a week on how to make everyone's life hell, is what you're basically saying. Yes. Right, perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, God, you know, I had such a good intro built up for you as well. You know, I had everything lined up. And you know what? You went and ruined it. You went and ruined it. There's only one person. To, there's, there's only one person to blame here, Zach. And, and who's the one that's holding the ropes together? <laughs> it ain't you. Hi. Oh, the tables have turned, sir. 
me and you, me, like for the guys that don't know, for people that are listening, uh, listening on this, um, me and me and Milo go back a very, very long way. He was the one that taught me everything I know about DJing and talking on a microphone. That is why I'm so bad at what I do right now. We um, we met behind some bins. Uh, I remember it well. Yeah, I still look as scruffy uh, as I do now. I had no trousers on, and Zach just says, "Do you fancy a kebab?" <laughs> and that's where the uh, <laughs> that's where oh. our relationship began. And now you watch him. He violated me. Yeah, yeah. Take me to court. Sue it. All oh, right, before we get into it, just to just let you know, guys, as well, if, um, if it's your first time listening, please go check out the rest of our episodes. This is episode number eight. We've got seven more available. You can check them out on all your favorite podcast listening places, Spotify, Apple, all them. Go go there, check them out, subscribe, leave us a review. Please do. It will help us out. This one is probably going to go so wrong and Everybody, give us a one-star review on this everything. This is not the interview that you should base the rest <sighs> of their podcasts no on. you know what right no it's not everyone's been so professional and i thought you know what we're gonna get a, a world an international radio presenter in someone that has given interviews given countless interviews in the past and knows what an arsehole guest sounds like and he's come on and been that person but the thing is, I'm not the most famous person on here, and anyone that's watched any of your podcasts before will know that it's it's Hagrid that is actually hosting this <sighs> podcast. If you all compare the beards, you'll be fully Sweet aware that... Jesus. This is... Uh, here, mate, me notes, me notes. Bin. Too small for it. Bin. Too small. I haven't Bin. got the sound effects for Mr. Tumnus, you know, off uh, Chronicles of Narnia, that little half man, half Oh, yeah, thing. let's have an hour and a half of just abusing Zach. Come on, I'm all ears, boys. I'm all ears. I'm here. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm clickbaiting. I am clickbaiting the hell out of your name. I'm out to be a radio presenter. Guys, if, you, if you're still listening, don't take any tips from this guy, as you can tell. You clickbaited You've drunk Arnold Schwarzenegger, innit? <laughs> yeah. Oh, sweet. Anyway, Daniel. Daniel. Yes, hello, right. hello, hello, hello. How many in, views have we got? Do we know yet? We do know. We don't care. We don't care to look at it. We're currently at five, which is fantastic. If you listen back to this, guys, on Spotify, we stream this live on a Sunday at my Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv forward slash Afrozak. You can come and catch it live there. We will go back to the Twitch chat for anyone that's got any questions throughout. But thanks for thanks for leading me up on that, I forgot about that one, Milo. Um, but, Milo... International yes. and national radio presenter. International Me. and national DJ. Or should I say X yeah. at this moment in time. Keep building, baby. How, how has life been through lockdown for you? Oh, uh, lockdown. Ugh. Yeah. How has it been? <laughs> What work or personal life, or do you want me to start? Do you want me to do a bit of both? Bit of both, mate. I, I, like, how has how has lockdown first of all affected your personal okay. life, uh, your, so, your work life, and obviously your personal? I um and, and and there'll be a lot of people probably listening to this that uh on a daily basis you're very active, right? And you've always got to be doing stuff. Like every day, I'd you I'd always be going out for meals. I'd be seeing seeing my mates, meeting them for Fernandos, and just too much active money all the time. And then no, 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 not all, not all. I always make sure I've got the free chilies. Um, <laughs> he squeaks when he walks. Yeah, he's as tight as somebody's door. Shut up! I bought you one Jaeger bomb once. I remember the day. Yeah, he's got it down his calendar. Don't do this for another five years. Yeah, they've got the receipt. So lockdown, it was just a, a bit mental. I think at first, when we when we were all in that first lockdown, we were we were like, oh, this is new, this is exciting. We don't have to go to work, and we're getting paid for it. Isn't this great? Um, thankfully for us, we were still going in, and we still managed to do the show. Um, and then when everything got relaxed and eased around July, August time, 
we were like, oh, yeah, great. We can go to the pub again. And then we were kind of getting back into it and then getting back into a full swing. And then lockdown two happened. And that, it, I, I'm not going to lie, it was a big struggle on me because yeah. I was just like, oh, shit. You know, when you, you know, when your mind is like, is, is you, you're focusing on everything getting back to normal. And because it's been such a shit show of a year, you're like, ah. Oh. Right, let's let's get everybody back to normal. Let's get everybody back in work. Let's get let's let's let the world spin again. Um, and that second lockdown, it just hit me like a ton of bricks because I, I just there were moments where, like for our show um, that we do on um, on Pulse One, it's um, it's a show where we talk about a lot that goes on in our lives. You know, it's a very real life show, and we where kind of the characters in it, so we speak a lot about what we do and. I've, I remember just sitting in the chair. I'd go in like I think it was like January time. We'd been back a few days after Christmas and, and New Year, which we which we had off. And I sat in the chair, and because every day is the same, I, I just sat down and I like that. I look. I thought I've got no. I've got no. I've got nothing to talk about because I've done nothing. It's, every day is just this, exactly the same. You're going home. You're in the routine, and I'm like, I've got nothing to tell our listeners well, here. But hopefully, it's on the. That's it. I mean, like. People say, I, I've been lucky, I say lucky enough, I've been lucky enough to not be furloughed. I've been straight at work throughout the entire thing. Now, I'm pretty sure you have as well. You have in particular, yeah. Milo, you, 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 you provide a service where people want to hear the news, etc. And, and obviously, you, you're keeping spirits alive. But at the same time... Well, Nat's, well Nat, Nat's job as a gigolo, obviously, that, <laughs> it, that, that will have been affected. It took a bit of a hit, but... That that was yeah. yeah. I was going to say because like home deliveries and home service. Yeah, well, I was going to say because people people can't um, can't felch you if you um, if, if, if if there are <laughs> lockdown know? restrictions in in place. So it's so it's best to wait. Distance. Best 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 to wait because you don't want the old road. <laughs> Exactly, you don't trust me. I've had it, but like I was saying, you you you, you can go to work, but at the same time, when you kind of cooped in a box with the same two, three people, you your co-host, your you, you, your news anchor, and you know, and your producers and stuff like that, you, you kind of cooped up in that box, and you can go to work from work. I, I I can imagine it being quite hard, especially mentally, just going there, coming back, and not kind of being able to see friends and, fam- and family in particular because you want to try and keep them safe, you want to keep them away from all that stuff, but yeah, I imagine it has definitely been been hard it's, for it's you. Been, it's been a year now, right, since we've been in, like, this week, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a year this week. It's, it's, it's a mad. Year, a year this week. I, when it it when has it, gone so unbelievably quick. Yeah, of course. A year's just gone like that. When it, when, we've got fuck all to show for it. Exactly. When it, when it first kind of happened and, and, and people say, oh, we're getting furloughed, I'm, say, I'm turning around to a guy that I work with my day job saying, nice one, we'll get furloughed two weeks off work. We're now we're 12 months that line and he's <laughs> still, still in the same situation. Luckily, I, I yeah, didn't get no. furloughed. But anyway, right. Everyone were buzzing, weren't they? As, as, oh, yeah, okay. everyone were buzzing staff. Yeah, you're getting paid to be at home. Fantastic. But, you know, like you say, you're all, you're all, all you're doing, doing right now. You keep yourself fit, you keep yourself healthy the best you can do. Hopefully things are going to look up good. Hopefully we can go to the pub soon. I miss it. Yes. Exactly, Arnie. I, I, I do miss it. Um, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about how how you started out, mate. How you started out. Um, you've been doing your job for 20 years. 20 yeah, years! Well, well, I started behind the bins. Yeah, it's 20, 20 years you started behind... What am I, sweet? It's fucking pot. What am I doing here? Right. 20, 20, right. 20 years ago, you started out DJing. 10 years old, DJing the Pop and Chris Nights down at our local pub up the road. Um, how on earth did you get into it? How did you get into that? How did you go from being where you are now, where you are, where you are 20 years ago, DJ Dan, 
mixing the Cha Cha Slide and the other songs that was out at the time um, to being. I think, I think at ten years old, I was making burgers out of mud. I was eating worms, mate. You know what I mean? Like, and and this guy, this guy's out DJ on a Friday. I used to go. I used to go to his pop and Chris nights. Oh, that's how I mad it was. Do them all. I, I, I did my <laughs> sister's birthday party. I'd, I'd always like been interested in music. I've loved music and flashing disco lights and shit. And when you put both of them together, you kind of get a little bit of a disco. So my <laughs> um, my sister, I think it was her sixth birthday party. I was ten, and my mum says, "Oh, we do music, local village hall, with sausage rolls and little pineapple eggs and shit." You know how it used to be. Um, that way, you, you know, one of the one of those parties where you'd actually blow on a cake and then everybody'd have a slice. Imagine that. Yeah, thing, <laughs> yeah. imagine people turning the face for that. <laughs> so I did my sister's birthday party, and then after that, uh, one of uh, mates' mums said, "Oh, oh, oh would Daniel? I was Daniel back then. Daniel. Would uh, would Daniel be allowed? <laughs> would he be available to do um, Evie's <clears throat> birthday party? Like they all had these these you know common names. <laughs> yeah." Um, so I did, I did, I did that, uh, and um, and then I thought, right, I'm going to have a go at this. So for Christmas, this is like in the November, and for Christmas, I asked my mum and dad at ten years old. I said, "Can I have a laminator, please, so that I can I can print my own business cards off and give them out at discos?" <laughs> ten years old, mate. I'm I did. Sorry. I did. I, I'm sorry, like shitting myself and playing with action, oh, You're asking for a laminator for Christmas. Wild, the wild lifestyle, mate. As Tiny Temple once oh. said. So I got my laminator and then I, I just started saying at the end of each gig, I just used to mark it myself and I just used to say, if you want, if you want it. And, and at the time, like looking back, how embarrassed I was to say, look, I, if you want a disco, like come and come and see me for a card. And there'd be like, you know, six or seven people coming up and asking for a card. And in my mind, I'm thinking these are taking piss here. But yet the phone would ring. I'd get bookings in. And then by the time I'm like 13, I'm doing two or three discos a week, like one midweek after school and then one on a Friday, one on a Saturday. <laughs> Sometimes... The hustle. Say again? The, hu- the hustle at the 13. Hustle. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We, we, say, we, say, we say the hustle at 13. You know, if anyone that's got kids or been to a party or organised a party in the past, we know how much DJs cost. You know, they're not they're not the cheapest of all things, hence the reason oh, why myself uh, and now, Daniel went into the into the industry. Tell me, uh, Daniel. Do you know, what, do you know what my first wage was? <laughs> what? F- £5 and a box of celebrations. Are you winning? Winning. So fast forward. I take that now. And that's yeah. my show fee now on Pulse One. Yeah. Fast forward a few years, you're still DJing. <laughs> like you say, you, you know, you're doing two or three discos a week, etc. Yeah. Who's getting paid? You or your parents? Ah, uh, you wonder why they've got a nice house. Yeah, I, I wonder exactly why they've got a nice house. Called. It's called. Trafficking is this. <laughs> yeah. You will. Work, you will work. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get up there, you'll smile, and you'll enjoy yeah, it. You'll, you will dance, monkey. <laughs> yeah, I want paid. Daniel, you're getting paid. T- you, you, know, you know the your actual show fee for that first one was £155 in a box of celebrations. You just got paid the £5 in the celebrations. <laughs> that's, what, yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, you know, that, 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 that's how it came down. So you, you started out doing that, You started, and then you jumped, made the jump to radio. You wanted radio. to do radio. Yeah, yeah. you wanted radio. to do that. I can see you looking at your buttons. I can see you. <laughs> I'm expecting it now. I'm, 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 I'm not leading into this question until I see what until I listen to what's coming through. Um so yeah, you go you go into the you want to get into the radio industry. Tell me, how people are people I wanted to say, how did you find the, the courage or the contacts or what was it that got you from where you were DJing in pubs and clubs or pubs as such at the time to actually wanting to do the radio? you know, community? Well, it, it started behind some bins. 
you with these bins. <laughs> you with these bins. It's a cry for help. It's a cry for help. Set of recycling bins. Oh God! The radio. So I, I, I have always. I got. I was fascinated in radio. I remember being in my dad's Mondeo, um, which the, like this. I, was, I think I must have been eight or nine, and I remember the number plate was K four eight HSO, and it was like a shit green Mondeo, and it had it had a cassette player, but he had the radio on, and he were listening to Magic Eight to Eight at the time. Magic Eight to Eight. Yeah, I remember it like it was yesterday, and. It was eight, nine years old. You know, you, you, music and sound is just this thing. It's just, it's, it's on. But radio, it, I don't know. It was just weird. There was a moment that kind of just clicked in me and I thought, I was someone at making me laugh who is not in this room. There's somewhere else. I don't know yeah. who this person is, but they have just made me laugh inside. And I, And from that moment, I was just like fascinated with the medium, how that can... How someone sat fifty so why, miles away, so why, 50, why, 60 miles away, and I mean this is before internet days. Yeah. So this is this is before we have all this amazing connectivity. Like, can you imagine having Twitch twenty years ago? Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm so, guessing you, I'm guessing you took no tips off them then because they could make people laugh. No, oh, no, no. So I. If he's giving it his second, if he's giving it his second, shall we talk about holidays, Nathan? Let's holidays, 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 and clubland life is coming up very shortly. Just, Zach, can you just press the top of your microphone, please? Uh, right. Press the top of your microphone, please. So yeah, you started out doing that. You started out going through. You know, listen to Magic Eight to Eight, etc., etc. This is called by ignoring the guest and just rolling on with the interview and praying the time is up shortly. Nathan, I'll talk with you. Until then, mic off. Absolutely. <laughs> Oh my god, imagine if I were paying him. Imagine if I were paying this guy, right, to to to, to be on the show. No, <laughs> and the worst thing is, is I know he's gonna sit there. I know he's gonna sit there with his faded out. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> so you so yeah, you get you got that way. Hospital radio. Was that was that was that the first jump hospital radio? <laughs> he's doing it on purpose now of course he is of course he is right so hospital radio and and capital roughly at the same time am i correct in thinking yeah. so hosp- my research hospital radio i just i basically i was knocking on doors and he it, it, writing letters back then to radio state because i'm that old so, so i got arrested so i um I, yeah and i was just banging on the door basically saying can i come and just have a look at what you do and i just sit in sit sit in the studio and just watch and i was like mesmerized with how they're doing all their hands and it's it's like um it's, 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 it's stupid to explain but when you're doing live radio it is like you are you're doing air traffic control for four hours yeah. and your mind is going at a million miles an hour and you're looking you've got six these days you've got so much to keep your eyes on am i going to get news on time is newsreader sat ready in the studio we've got 15 seconds left on that song is this content ready there have i got have i got my jingle ready is my bed ready and you just constantly you're doing time checks you've got to make sure your hour's not overrun it's just there's so much so when you come off you're just absolutely shattered and i like i hit a brick wall you're running on adrenaline for four hours and then at 10 o'clock i'm just like oh so I, quite, I come on for a nap quite often because I'm just it just it batters it out of you. But that's really the only way you can um, 
describe it. You're just using all your brain to do all this shit. And then you got and try and be funny as well, which is not often the case. Exactly. Turn I mean, time, so we got the contract. I, I remember um, when, when when you first got one of your, your bigger gigs as such, and I said to you, you know, dude, can I come through to the studio? I just started out DJing and everything, and I was like, can I come through to the studio and just watch what you did? I think only Saturday shows. Uh, Pulse. Radio Air? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Radio yeah. Air, yeah. Only Saturday Radio shows. Air. Um, shut now, but but which, the irony is, so Radio Air's gone as a brand. However, w- Pulse One is now moving into the Radio Air building, so yeah. we're moving to to Leeds from from Bradford next week. But that's a geeky radio shit that yeah. no one knows. You don't know where your radio's coming from, and you don't care. Exactly. But I remember, I remember coming to come in. I just genuinely thought it'd be a case of press play, talk some shit, press play, talk some shit, and we and you all just wait there, just wait there for thirty seconds. He's gone to get a beer. He's, he's gone to get a fucking beer. Oh my sweet Jesus. He's got a light outside his room. He's got a light outside his room. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the mic on light. It means his mic's on. So, I, so yeah, anyway, wow. weather's nice, guys. I, I cannot believe. He's gone to get a beer. He's gone to get a beer. I cannot believe this. I cannot believe this. This guy, he's, he, 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 he's on time. He's on time. <laughs> he was waiting outside the door. He was waiting outside that door. He was waiting outside that door. Hello. Right, anyway, Sorry. back to it. So I remember coming, to, I remember coming to, yeah, I remember coming to the show and sitting down and actually being mesmerized by what goes into the fact that, you know, you got to be like an octopus at times. You know, arms, arms are everywhere. You know, you concentrate on this, concentrate on that. And then, yeah. And you know what? I, and I genuinely think the amount of people that will say that, oh, oh you only work four hours a day because that, that's what you get. And oh, you finish at 10 o'clock. But it feels like a week's worth of work it, that goes into a show and you just come off and you just. And when yeah. the songs are, especially on breakfast, like if you've got, it's it's different with with daytime radio because if you, if you listen to, um, Whatever you listen to, you hear three songs in a row just with jingles in between. Um, but on morning shows, you don't because they're more content heavy. Where on, on the daytime shows, it's a lot, it's a lot more relaxed. If they're not, um, if it's just on one station and it's just a, com- a presenter that's there, they get to play three in a row, go out for a fag, walk three in a row, on and yeah. stuff like that. It's just it's it's a lot more chilled. Whereas on breakfast, it's a lot. You've got, you know, you, there's, there's more than one voice on. It's three different voices, four different voices, and you're doing games and all that stuff. So it's just a lot, lot more high intense. But but it's I, I, it's one of the reasons why you love the job. Of course it is. So obviously, we briefly mentioned Hospital Radio um, and Capital. Of course, Hospital Radio, you were literally doing it for free. You were just as it's as daft as it sounds in a hospital doing the radio for there to get some work experience. So we yes. fast forward then. Nice one. We fast forward then from Hospital Radio, and if I remember correctly, uh, Radio Wear was kind of your first paid first proper gig. First proper my, gig. My, my mentor, Ersty. Um, Stephanie, bless her. So I was in her studio at her house, which I'd gone for a, like a, I was mates with her and I've been for, for years since I've been 15 and I was around at hers and that's where I were when I got the first call saying, will you do a show on Radio Air? And I'm like, bloody hell. There were Saturdays, weren't there? Sat- yeah, yeah, yeah. Saturdays, Saturdays. yeah. Saturdays and Sundays. And I worked at a bank as well at, at yeah. the time because there were no money coming in from anywhere else. So I got binned from, I worked at Galaxy for a bit. I did two years at Galaxy from being 16 to about 18. Then I got binned. Um, and so I had to get a job at bank, but then kind of, kind of started building up again to get on the air from after that. 
Yeah, of course. So then obviously we we're in we're in radio air. You get in then a daytime slot. So you're doing a Monday to Friday slot rather than just the weekend. So you're getting pushed up the ranks a little bit. Um yeah. then there's a little gig or oh, that used to happen locally, um, called Party in the Park. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So Radio Air at the time used to host this this free event. So you get you get sent out um tickets or you could apply for tickets, it'd be free, they'd be free to go to and uh, be like a bit, bit of a festival just a one day festival a ton of artists starting from local artists and then going to big time a-listers at the time i remember coming to you with, with you a couple of times there were example there or pixel up there when they were at the time the dizzy rascal yeah the top the top five in the charts at the time so you could get a freaky out of it and the, the i mean it was it was a star-studded lineup there were loads of people there boris hercules john kimball Sarah Connor. Uh, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, there were. And um, there were, if I remember correctly, about we're about thirty thousand. Oh, is that is that my is that is that number completely off? Yeah, seventy thousand. Seventy thousand people were there. Okay, so as an up and coming radio presenter, you get offered the slot to host it. Okay, and at the time, obviously, I'm Pulse now. Um, for anyone that's not listening to Pulse, you can get get it on DAB, or you know you can listen to it if you are local to the West Yorkshire area. You run, you Pulse run the Milo and Milo and Rose, Milo and Rose show. Okay, so there's two of you on there. When you were at Air, yeah. it started out just you, and then yeah. Rosie kind of came into it later on in yeah, life, yeah. right? How was it going from being behind the desk, not seeing the not seeing the seventy thousand people you you talking to on a morning, to then go to being stood on a stage, bear in mind you've DJed to thousands of people in the past, I understand that, but not to that scale. To be then stood on a stage, introducing the likes of Dizzy Rascal. I can't remember. Great. Thank Genuinely. You. That's fantastic. Genuinely, it is a blur. I think the adrenaline pumps around your body that fast, you just can't even, you can't even remember it. And you go, and you go on, you can't see anybody, because it's just, it's just a sea of people. It's a just, massive faces. It's just a noise. Like you, 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 you can't it's just, it's mental. Like the feeling is absolutely electric. I mean, to put it into perspective, uh, this was probably about eight years ago, 10 years no, ago. No, no, I've got a video on my phone. I've just gone, I've just gone on my videos on my phone and I've scrolled right back. Yeah. Hang on. Let me see. I don't know whether you'll be able to hear this. Um, I remember being there for fighting party. It was, it was that's what I'm about to say. My first ever party in the park, I saw Busted there. See this? Yes. I, think I went to the one with Dizzy Rascal. Right, hang on then. <laughs> I best not swipe too far. You might see me cock. <laughs> yeah, you haven't zoomed in far enough. <laughs> so if you are watching live, guys, you can see this. You can catch it on YouTube as well. If not, um. Wow! All I can see there is your eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a it's a swarm of people, and I can imagine it being pretty scary. I'm not going to lie. I mean, like I said, that picture is probably ten years old plus. I remember going to the party in the park when I was about thirteen years old, going to watch Busted. Yeah. And then from there, not even knowing Milo at the time in real life, from there to then fast forward next amount of years, I'm talking to Milo. I'm he's like my best mate yeah. at the time. Yeah, we're and, good. We're good. And I it's can't like, wait for gigs yo, come, come in the back. You can't wait for what? Gigs to come back. Yo, yeah, without a doubt. But I don't like gigs. 
that were fine when I was hosting them, but when you're at an actual gig, yeah. I just can't do. I don't do festivals because I, I like a wash. Yeah, <laughs> I love a festival. I like to be dirty. You know what I mean? So you 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 did that. You did the whole you know the gigs and and that. In all fairness, that was kind of the kickstart of the main the main life career where you realise you know what actually this is gonna be my career now because the ratings on Radio Air were just shooting up with you on. The, you know, you were getting stuff like that. You were getting a lot of DJ work, which we're going to get into shortly. Out of the fact that you were doing regular shows and getting noticed across the border on on, on the lights part in the park, you would then get yeah, yeah good. Yeah, you would then get a phone call saying, "Oh no, actually, no, I'll get to that in a second. I'll get to that in a second because you had a chat." What you have got, you done? What have you done with my daughter behind some bins? Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, no. So then you, the get, small, you get it was a small car. It was a weekend show on on on, on radio. It was a small I, I, show. I, you, you're not living that down because I did not hear the end of this. Had it having a chart for about two years because all it was was I've got a chart. All right. So you had a chart. So you had it was the, the big top thirty on the hit, on the hits. Correct. Yes. So that was every Sunday counting down the big top thirty because he couldn't get on the big top thought the top forty. He had to. He was like the Z list version. Any anyone really cares about the actual chart these days? No, Everything they don't. Done on Spotify downloads, which is, it's changed so much. Like in, in ten years, you know, I remember when everyone used to buy the CDs at Woolworths. They were on top shelf. Yeah. Because no, you know, no, they're, they're your mucky videos. We don't know about your mucky videos. Videos, yeah, that's in off license. Don't look at top shelf of an off license, yeah. but you can at Woolies. Yeah, um, and at, and at Woolies, you, you had all this chart, and it'd be the actual chart, and people would sit down on a Sunday night at four o'clock, listen to see what was number one. They go buy it and recording it, recording it. Remember recording yeah, 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 it and remember. stopping your cassette player before advert started or before before Jock came in. Yeah, st- trying to work out whether you press pause. Because if the DJ starts speaking, it'll ruin end of your recording. Exactly. And it'll, it'll be bad for your mixtapes. Exactly. So, obviously, you got a chart. I bet that was a great feeling to finally get that. You know, you, you, you can produce it up to get that chart. Um, and then you get the phone call that you've always been wanting. The the main show, a, 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 a company's ringing you up, a, a station's ringing you up, sorry, saying, right, we want you for breakfast. In, you know, in, in radio terms, breakfast is kind of the, the holy Premier. grail. Premiership. Yeah, it's the holy grail of the show that you want. You want breakfast or you want drive? Breakfast no, being it. I think it's just because breakfast is like what I what I explained earlier on, because it's such a fast moving show. Yeah. And you've not got you've not got time to, you know, do anything. You're talking after every song. It's the constant you you you're there to entertain, you're there to make people laugh, even if it's for twenty minutes while they're driving into work on the morning, you've got to constantly be Churning yeah. stuff out. Daytimes they're not as bad. People are in work. I don't know why I'm playing with a pair of scissors. Don't play with. Oh, I play with a pen, mate. I got this off you. I play with a pen. <laughs> so, so and, and it's like you don't during the day when you're at work when you're driving around you want a little bit more music. But I, I think on a morning it's it's nice for someone to make you laugh. And if you can make someone laugh before they've started a day in that job that they they ate and they they want to turn up and they just don't want to go. If you can try and make them escape a little bit for even if it's just five minutes while they're driving in. Yeah. It's just nice to be able to, to, to have that feeling. If someone says, Oh, I I, I love listening to your show. You made me laugh this morning and they'll repeat what you did. And I I can't remember for life of me, what, what we, what we've done after we've done it. But but 
if someone says that and they said, oh, you made me laugh at this point, I'm like, oh, amazing. If I've, It's a good feeling, feeling, yeah. The feeling that you've made someone smile, it's... It, that, it, that's what you're doing. It's, awesome, it's, it? Yeah, of course. It's a great feeling. And I bet for yourself as well, I bet, you know, and your parents being proud of the fact that you've worked at it from being, you know, this 10-year-old kid that was DJing in a club to being a breakfast presenter. Albeit, at the time, Pulse One wasn't the most listened to radio show at the time. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting to something positive about this, I promise you now. But then you've come into this radio, into this breakfast show, and you've completely changed the outlook of what people looked at Pulse One with. I just caused anarchy. I just, yeah, yeah, you I did. Just, you came just, in, fucked it up out. and just didn't leave. And you just stayed. Messed, messed it up. Yeah. And I think that's what my, the, the type of radio that I am most fond of, which, you know, I work for a big brand now that wants formatting radio. Yeah. Um, so you've got to be careful not to bite the hand that feeds, but the type of radio that I am a true believer, which is the type of radio that works, is the... Um, Relatable. En- entertain, entertain, relate, be funny. Um, don't don't say, oh, you know, you've got to speak for 30 seconds and yeah. then play a song. It just doesn't work. If you've, got, if you've got people that, you know, can do a job and can entertain, let them go. Just well, that's it. And... and just do, just do it. Make that bring us the figures. Don't tell me when to play a song. Just, go, just go with it. Go. Of course, and and no. like I said before, with the relatable aspect, you are relatable, and anyone that knows you I personally, have you been some bins before. Yeah, anyone that anyone <laughs> that knows you personally knows the fact that you like. You are you're not this guy that's got a bit of fame locally and took it to your head. You can you can be a grade A bellend. Don't get me wrong. But you will go your, to Aldi your, your and your attitude stinks. I'm not liking the tone that's coming through the webcam at the moment. So if you could change that before the interview continues, that'd be great. But you will go to Aldi and you will you will drink the cheap beer. You know what I mean? That that that's what I'm that this is that's that's the aspect that I'm getting at. You you know two cans of Stella and I saved them for tonight because I knew I'd try and look posh on webcam. But that's I've got it. Al- Alski strawberry and lime cider in my fridge. Speaking of which, I'm gonna go get one in a minute. I've got a le- I've got a lemon one in my fridge that I'm gonna have because it's beautiful. Oh, go now, go get it. We'll wait for you. Off okay. Every time this is well did. And fuck for that is gone now. Right, Nate, what shall we talk about? <laughs> the show begins now. Let's this talk about. Oh, it's, he's, he's back. The cold one scene. Oh, fucking hell. What are you doing? <laughs> So sorry, we just carried on when you went to get your beer. That's fine. Knock yourself out. See you later, boys. See you later, boys. <laughs> Ratings went up when I left. What did you, what did you say, Nat? Uh, Clubland. Got into that now. Yeah. Where did you start? Where did you start? How did you start? It kind of. It kind of. I got. Well, I remember. I would. I, I went in a nightclub before I was even actually old enough to to enter through the front door. Disclaimer, so, please don't do that. I can improve this. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, I didn't. wanted me mate. I just wanted, um, I wanted a gig, but he, and he gave, uh, he gave me one blessing. My, my friend Mickey, who's a good friend of mine, JD's in Morley. He says, "Look, do you want to come and, do you want to come and do this Friday night, sixty quid, like absolutely nothing." I did, I did two hours, um, and I just, I, I just started there, and and I think it kind of goes nightclub DJing a little bit hand in hand with radio, so it's nice to. 
be able to actually see your audience as well. And it's a it's a good balance because I love radio, but it's also when you've got a nightclub full of people, you know, and you've got them bouncing and you can see and you making them have a good time. Yeah, it's just nice. It's just nice. I just I just like to see happy people. Yeah. So I think both of those scenarios, you know, help that. And, and don't get me wrong, you 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 started out. Uh, sorry, you, you we we spoke about the the fact that you hosted party in the park to seventy thousand people, but that's not you know you didn't you just get thrown into that. You've DJed them nights, like for instance Marley on a Friday night, Bing uh, Batley on a Thursday night. When, oh, yeah. when when there's nobody there, and the, it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's what a lot of people don't see. A lot of people see these radio presenters that are on the shows, especially breakfast shows, that are massive, big time, and they're getting these gigs. Like now, you, you you could easily get the big, big, big gigs. But you started out at the bottom. You started out at them well, places. It's the same with everything. You got to learn your craft. If if you're starting off as a builder, you're not gonna you, you're not gonna get asked straight away to build Eiffel Tower, are you? you, you know, no. You've got to learn learn to build a few. Little smaller towers first before you do your big but that, projects. But it's, it's that's one of them. Gonna, that's where you make your mistakes. That's where yeah. you you learn how to. Do, you'd rather just do do worse there than on a stage in front of seventy thousand people. Of course, no, of course. And like I said in the intro at the start, you you literally taught me everything I know about DJing. And I remember I remember messaging you. That's why I he's not gigs, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> I remember D. I remember messaging you saying, "Look, like, I mate, you're right. How are you doing? I'm, I'm looking at buying some decks." Um. Any chance I can come to some gigs with you? And the difference was in because I know I like I say you're my best mate. I've known you for so long, and 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 you know, we've, we've in and out. I know you personally, and I know I'm the, the amount of people that get in touch with you and say, you know, I want to learn to DJ, but they want to learn to DJ for the wrong reasons. They want to w- walk into the nightclubs and DJ to five, six thousand people every week, and yet get paid ridiculous money for it and not entertain. And when we, when I started coming with you, I noticed the fact that yeah, you, you can mix happy days, but anybody can mix. But it's keeping that crowd there. Last week's podcast, uh, not last week, the week before our podcast, I plugged that you were going to be on, and I mentioned the fact that I DJ in a bar and you DJ in a nightclub, and it, my bar is the warm up place to your nightclub. Then I come over to you and we we chill and we have a few beers and we DJ together. Then we we, all, we we've done that since day one of you being there. But I remember. Five years ago, maybe six years ago, I I, I, got, I arranged a conga from Bar Liquid to Big Fellas with all the people in, like we used to do at Switch in Preston around all the bar and all the, all the clubs and all that, all the, the rooms inside the club, sorry. And yeah, yeah. it was the fact that you taught me to overcome that fear by just doing. What's the worst that's going to happen? It just doesn't, it doesn't work. You just crack on and get on with it next week. When I first started out DJing, man, I you know I did not want to speak on a microphone. I and now I would, you can't shut him up. I would not pick that microphone Look at up. Him. And yet now it's getting to the point where you, you say I can talk for England. I can just talk away. How did you overcome that fear of the risk of no one re- reacting to what you're going to say? Is what I'm you know what I'm getting at. Put your hands in the air. No one does it. Because that is a fear that, that, that can really eat away at someone. Because if it doesn't work, you've got to have that strong shell to be able to bounce it back off. Who cares? I, I, I agree now. I agree now. Completely agree now. But if you'd have asked this when I first started out DJ, mate, I'd have been like, well, if, I, if they don't do it, then I look like a, I look like a bellend. Yeah. It's odd. It's, um, 
I think just from because I because I've done it from such a young age. I'm, it, you know, when and there are times if you say put your hands up and it's a wrong place. I don't know. It's just odd. I think people are there to have a good time. People want the DJs to be speaking to them and and you know pumping them up, not not turning all music off and not having anything good to like. You know, just having a silence on and then just saying, "Oh, let me tell you a story about my life." Just like what what you're doing is just increasing energy, and if you can get them, they're having a better time. If you oh, put your hands in the air, or yeah. Whatever. Do a conga from here to here. They, they want to get involved. They want to take part. That's why they're out in the first place. I mean, I am I am fast-forwarding way into, into your life, and we're probably going to come back to it in a little bit because there's others I want to kind of touch on. But we just just going to briefly touch. Me and Miley used to DJ at a place in Preston called Switch, right? And we DJed the main room when we first got there. We used to do is it like a, is it like a double team, like an Ant and Deck wannabe type thing, and and we'd have a ball. I, I DJ off my shoulders. That well, that, sorry, that's in Oceana. We'll get to that. My bad. In Switch, we, we were DJing the main room, and we knew the owner, and he said, "Look, guys, I think you'll be suited better for a different room." And we're like, no, 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 no. We want this main. We want this main room. We want the, the biggest room. We can hold the crowd. Let's do it. No, we're going to move you to the party room. Right, we're going to move you to the party room. We're going to play nothing but S Club Seven and Steps all night. It's a smaller room, but you'd be more suited for it because you can entertain. And me and Milo looked at me and Milo looked at each other and we're like, "This guy taking piss." Is this guy? I, we're, we're, we're driving another two hours. I don't think re- I don't think we reacted that that well. No, is this, is this guy, that is this, literally this guy taking piss. We, we, we're driving two hours on a Friday night at 10 o'clock and finishing at four. However, putting... we did the gig. Oh, wow. And we and did we do the gig. Oh, we wow. Went, we, we went into a room where we didn't want to be. And so... I see what, what you did, did there. I see what you did there, want to be. Want to be. So what we did, I didn't do it on purpose. I've had a drink. So... We went into this party room, and when we had a full room, because we were just we were just having fun, and then we went in, and we had a dance floor full of people, and we told them to go through to the other room where we wanted to be, stand and start chanting the DJ is shit or something like that. And it was and it was sticky ones up, sticky ones up at the, at the yeah, DJ. Yeah. And the other DJ, it's a mate of ours, it's Steve, right? Yeah, yeah. Little ears. And um, and he um, he was in this other room, and he's like. I, I don't know. We just didn't know what to do. Um, and then everyone came back through. And I think they just feel like they're part of something, the yeah. crowd, and it's like you're part of this little bit of banter that you got going on. And well, not bad. Yeah, not I, bad. I remember saying to you at the time, mate, if they, if they pass through these rooms here, they could stay in them rooms and we're going to lose the crowd. And he, and he just said, we're both pissed up at time. Zach, shut up. Do it. I don't drink. Do it. Just do it. All right, let's let's do it. And I remember I, I remember at one point, the first couple of weeks, we, we, did, this, we did this weekly. This was a weekly occurrence, and we got shot to shit for it. Stop doing that. Stop abusing other people. And remember going through, I, I led the first couple of congas going through, and I'm just like, oh, my God, this is insane. It's like snaking through, and then I realized that the smallest room in this nightclub had more people than every other room in this nightclub combined. And, and anyway. Then we, locked, then, we, then, we, then we locked ourselves out of, our, out of the car that we went in. <laughs> And we had to sleep in a multi-story car park <laughs> until seven o'clock in the morning while someone's brother drove through with a set of spare keys because he'd locked him in the boot of his Mercedes. So I'm sat in a shirt. Oh, yes. Like my coat is a pillow. On uh, uh, It's about three or four degrees. It's it's winter. It's February. Oh. It's nighttime. And I, I, and I had to, I slept 
fell asleep on concrete tarmac. That gig co- the lowest point in my life. <laughs> that gig cost me a brand new <laughs> microphone because we tried to use my microphone to smash his window, and it didn't work. Um, let's rewind back a little bit. Let's rewind back a little bit. Going, we're going to talk about your DJing life now. So you've gone from Marley DJing to quite a few people, Batley. So so in uh, what was the nightclub called Deco in Deco it was called at the time. Deco in Batley. So then moving to Batley's finest, the Frontier. The frontier. Okay, um, so you're in Batley Frontier. That's a pretty prime time gig at the time. Um, back in the nineties. Saturday was it fucking nineties? I mean, the nineties they were prime time. You're getting noisy. Oh, prime time gig. I, I thought you meant when, when I did it. When I'm you like, I, I did. Born in, I was born in nineteen ninety. Yeah. When you had it, there were about six people that walked through the door. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll so, well, that's why, that's why it's the gym now. Exactly. They thought, oh, they thought, oh, they thought, oh we'll, 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 bring, we'll, bring, we'll bring Milo in to see if we can build audience figures up. Brought me in. It's now a gym. So, <laughs> so yeah. That went well. so, you, so, you were a local local celebrity on the radio, uh, Radio oh, Air at the time. No, I was I were, I were 19, 20 then. So that kind of, it still, that was one of my first gigs. That was just after JD's with that. And I kind of got thrown into, thrown into was Saturday he? night. Yeah, I got thrown into Saturday nights there. With Scott, with um, Scott? With Scott, 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 who is. <laughs> we're Mr. Chicken Man. That's all we're calling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, um, he is in. Tell me more about this. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is an off the show topic, is this, I'm afraid. Well, he's, 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 let, let's just say, let's just say, you know how we're all in lockdown. <laughs> he's physically, he's, he's, he's physically in lockdown. He, he, he is, he is now in more lockdown. Like yeah. we can go to Tesco, put it that way. Yeah. Oh right, I know. Yeah, yeah. I think he's he got too many boy. postcards. He got too many postcards from Colombia. Yeah, yeah. He's a very naughty boy. Let's put it that way, <laughs> and. And he's only allowed to go out at certain times of the day. But anyway, um, so yeah, you had the frontier, you DJ the frontier, you smashed through that, you enjoyed life. I come to a few gigs there, helped you do the lights. It, the DJ booth were, were, were fantastic there, raised up. No one could come and talk to you. That's how that, that's how a DJ booth should be. No one can speak to you. What well, customers? That yeah, that. I look back and I just think how lucky we were to 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 do. What a, gig, what a gig where no one can talk to you. It's fantastic, no, isn't it? No, an iconic venue, and there was just like a little, yeah. um, a little, a, a little walkway up that way. You could go for a cigarette. Yes. And it was, and yes. It was just like, oh god. That's no. why I missed. That's why so many songs came to finish because we were out out back. Oh, that's why. That's why, so, that's why. That's why. That's why. Why so many uh, monster jams got played is what you're saying. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you went from Frontier to let me just try and think this right on my timeline now. Yeah. Went from Frontier to Ponty. When at the same time hit Leeds. Is when that it, right? I think I prefer Ponty. Yeah. So I did I did Oceana in Leeds on a Friday. Yeah, Big fellas you, in. You you moved from you moved from the Frontier to Ponty first and then you hit the then you hit Leeds. Yeah. Yeah. Because you were in Bar Liquor on a Tuesday. Before you yeah. move to Biggies, yeah. yeah. So we'll get we'll get to Ponte Carlo shortly because there's a lot of stories about Ponte Carlo, a lot of memories about Ponte Carlo. Let's talk about the the, the B list stuff, the city centre primetime hub that is Oceana. That was busy with that, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, I, thought, I thought you were going to say something about your ball chinning that you got. I, 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 I was going to say. Yeah, that's what I was waiting for. Um, yeah, so Oceana Friday night. 
prime time Leeds City Centre, the nightclub, where it where is... Where I got fired from. There's million... Yeah, but we, you didn't get fired from Oceania, you got fired from prison. There's yeah, many and many, many and millions of pounds getting spent in this place. With George mm-hmm. in his little box doing lights, you've got Martin Han DJing at the same time, well, at a different time. Um, you know, it's a big prime time spot. Good. They, oh, hire, good. they hire you to, enter, to to play some music and talk a little bit in between. Well, and they offered me They offered me as well at uh, Oceana, bless it. <laughs> fantastic nightclub, if anyone ever, mm. before it changed to prison, it was just a, a wonderful concept. Uh, as, a, as a nightclub, it's still fantastic. It's just the concept that I don't think it is anymore. The, the concept, like you had the ski lodge upstairs, you yes. had like um, eight retro disco, you had like a, a Japanese room, that, like yeah. you could... From as a night from a nightclub, it was like a genuine super club that had old three four thousand people, um, and I, I just I, I just I, for a nightclub they were just amazing Oceanas, and then obviously times moved on, so they changed it to movie times and everything. But yeah, yeah, main room in Oceana was um, where it did a, a lot of times on a Friday, every Friday for a good few years. Um, they offered me Saturdays um, and. I was gonna go, and then, ching ching, motherfucker! Money, 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 money! I was gonna go. Facts weren't big enough. And well, no, no, they and it got counter offered. I got a counter offer from Pontifex Finest. Yeah, and so I couldn't. Well, I'd rather be. So yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't end up going to Oceana on Saturdays, which were quite good because I think always at back of your mind, there's I don't want to put all my eggs in one basket. Yeah. So, well, as well as that, I remember talking. I remember when you got the offer for Saturdays and you we were talking. I just got my Saturdays at Bar Liquid when you got offered the the Oceana Saturdays, and I was good at the time. I'm thinking, oh no, I, as as me moving up as a DJ, I've always wanted to be that warm up. I was never going to get the nightclub in, in Pontefract because you had it. My best mate had it. So I was always going to be that guy warmed up, build the party up, move over, keep them going. And when you got offered that, I'm thinking to myself, "Ah, oh, no way. Like, he's going he's, he's gonna to go. And then I, you, the, the one thing that set in my mind when you got given it was, oh, yeah, the eggs in one basket thing. But at the same time, if, if Big Fellas is going to offer you some more money than what Oceana is, yes, Oceana's got a better staple behind it, it's got a better name behind it and a better kind of advertising premise when you want to look elsewhere. I've worked here for longer. But at the same time, you was that kind of you were built. You were, you weren't really that asked about building that DJ career up to be the number one DJ in the UK. You wanted to be that radio presenter. Locality and location of the job, big fellas. You were always going to have more fun with because you didn't have to get a taxi from a loyalty home. point. From a loyalty point of view as well, because I've I've all I've, I kind of started out at big fellas watching. Yeah. You know, my old man friend, Alan, Yes. Uh, who, who, who used to do Tuesday nights and I just used to go and watch Alan, bless him. And then then I started doing bits and and management at Big Fellas and Tony, the owner who I'm good friends with, he, he's, you know, he, he's always been loyal to me and looked after yeah. me. So I'm thinking, look, I'm not, all I'm doing is I'm just thinking business when Oceana opened, offered me the Saturdays. I thought, right, so they're offering me more money. So from a business point of view, then absolutely I should do that. And that is progression. And, you know, someone said, yeah, yeah actually he's, he's worth that. So we'll pay him this. And I told Tony, I said, look, it's not because I'm not being, uh, from a business point of view, I just need to m- move to whatever's going to pay more now. And 
you know, Tony counter-offered and I just said, look, that if, if you're offering what they can offer, there's no reason for me to leave because I have a good time here. It's a good, busy club, so... And it's it's closer to home for me, so thanks, thanks. Well, that's it, and that's it, and, and and like you say, the whole close to home aspect. It's not as if you were working on a nightclub that weren't getting busy. You were still getting an am- amazing numbers through the doors on a on a Saturday night, which you know, and the bank holidays in particular. I, I apologise now that I'm going to keep referencing the fact that you know the, the the stuff that we've worked on. It's just the ones that kind of stick into my mind and the memories. Because at the end of the day, ninety percent of our gigs I've probably been to and I've been there yeah. and I've helped you out on. And yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's where then where. Do you look at, oh yeah, I can go to Oceania with the risk of getting fired in two years' time because they're going to revamp and, and rejig the entire lineup? Yeah, and yeah. at the same time, yeah, I'll drink and I'll have a few beers on a, on a Saturday night and then six months later I'll start driving because I get bored. Or do I yeah. stay in my local town that's that, that's probably £5 in a taxi to get home, go there, literally have free reign, not just in the music and the entertainment side, but in the design of the nightclub. Because not so long back, we had a revamp in Bar Liquid, and you know, you in particular, I, 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 I kind of helped you, and you helped Tony in the fact of we are recreating, we had a rebrand and a restructure of Big Fellas, and the key part about that was let's put a mini fridge in the DJ booth, and that was a <laughs> selling point. We that put that that, um, something totally different, man. <laughs> no, no, wait, I'm getting to the, I'm getting to the, the, the he's leading, no, I'm he getting to the important stuff. I'm getting, it, it is yeah, because the, you can, you can go to bars, Preston, for instance, we got given me and me and me and my lad got given five free drinks each. Okay. We used to have a couple of them. We'd save a few for night. We'd, we'd, we'd just build them up. And then six week, five week that line, we'd have I'm about 50, we'd have about 50 cards, take a load of mates with us and just get levered. All right. Big fellas, though, on the other hand, because it was a case of, right, you know, you guys, uh, Milo in particular, I, I just do an hour set if that. You run this club as such on a Saturday night and you keep this on this busiest night and you keep it pumping and booming on a Saturday night. You know, put a fridge in. We're not going to give you free drinks. You want to drink that bar, you pay for it. Put a fridge in. I, I, I still don't think he knows that fridge is there. <laughs> Well, if not even better, we, we, we five years down the line and he ain't got a clue. But I'm fantastic. But the fact that, that, that what I'm getting at is the fact that you've got that relationship with the owner. Oh, yeah. To, you know, I mean, and if you get sacked, no one can get into that because you've put a padlock on it. Yeah, that's, that's it. So he's going to have to use an angle grinder to get into my cheap Aldi I mean, beer that he stored in that fridge. It makes me laugh. The guy comes in. The guy's, a, the guy's, a, multi, the guy's a multi-millionaire. All right, he owns X amount of property, X amount of bar. The guy's an absolute don. He's really nice guy when you, when you get to know him. So rich, though. Walks up to DJ booth in his own nightclub where he's got tons of beer behind bar. Milo, give me a bottle of beer. Are you serious? Are you serious? You've got, you've got, you've, you've got Corona, Peroni. You've got Budweiser behind bar. No, no, no. I want a stubby from Asda. Comes over, comes for a chip, <laughs> It's great. It is fantastic. It, it really is. It really is. So that, so you know, in theory, you've we've DJed some pop and Chris nights up and around country down in Wales as well. You know, we've done a load of them together. You've done, you've smashed a, a ton of them as well by yourself. Um, but then we went abroad. Oh yeah. Oh, what were we going to say? What were we going to say? But you're going to bring Wales oh, yeah. up. Yeah. Well, I was going to. 
<laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not bringing. I'm not bringing Wales up, <laughs> and I'll let you lead this part of the conversation because I I, I don't want to talk about stories. <laughs> that <are fact> <laughs> this is a This is a very sensitive. Uh, I can see. I can, <laughs> I can, uh, so so anyway, yeah, we we, we worked in Wales. This was uh, the, the story, but we worked in Wales, and we yeah. had we had um we had two hours to get to finish his gig in Wales. And to get back on a primetime Tuesday night, this is, not, night. this is not the night we stopped over, is it? No, no, it's not. 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 I'm not I, that, that's that's a story for another, another day. We'll do a part two to this podcast uh, if you want to listen to it. If you do want to listen to it, feel free to uh, come by our Twitch channels. All linked down below. Please do like and subscribe to this uh, this podcast. But we're driving back from uh, from Wales Tuesday night, so it's middle of the week. It was student night in Pontefract at the time. We had two hours to get back from our gig finish at 10 and was starting at 12 upstairs in Big Fellas. Okay. And we're racing back in our Percy, which is my, which my, one, which my 70 106. 70 mile an hour officer. 70 mile an hour, no faster. Mate, it couldn't go faster than 70 mile an hour. It sounded no. like it was going 700 mile an hour, but it was going Shaking. 70. We were a bone checker. Yeah. So we got back in, in, in Percy, got to back of Big Fellas, opened door. It's like 12, it's like 11.55. All right, got five minutes for us to get upstairs, set up. We're upstairs, we're setting up in this big open room, which was which is called Silks in, in, in Big Falls, upstairs. And um, all we can hear is bang, 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 bang. We want Silks. We want Silks. And me and Mike are looking at each other and we're like, what? Can, can, can you hear that? By 12, so 12 o'clock at the dock, we were ready. We opened the doors. Right, Nat, you've been in Silks before. Anyone that's that, that's not local to get in Silks, it's a little door inside Big Fellas where you go up two flights of stairs and it's just this big open room. By 12.05, the place was full. Floor. The dance floor was full. The floor. There's, a, there's, there's what, seven, eight hundred people upstairs? It's sardines, packed wall to wall. And we're playing LMFAO, Wiggle, Sexy and I Know It, or whatever it was at the time. And we're just looking at each other like, let's do this, brother. Let's, you, you knew it was going to be a good night. Oh, um, yeah. Right. Let's talk about I've got holidays. One. I've got one. Before you move on oh, to go on. Next Sorry, go on. Uh, before you move on to all this, what would it like opening up for Base Hunter and all them? Uh, Bass Hunter. Bass Hunter. Bass Hunter. There was someone else as well. What the Venga Boys? Did you, did you do the Venga Boys night? I, I, I did. I did the Venga Boys. I did yeah, S Club. S Club Three. I did Bass Hunter. S Club. Yeah, S Club Three. Um, the base on the night were. That is the busiest. Had... That is the busiest I've ever seen. That. I think that... we had five. We've had five as well, haven't we? Yeah, we have. Yeah, we have. We had we had, we had Matt Pritchard of all people as well. Out of Dirty Sanchez. Sanchez. Yeah. yeah. But you were there on that one, though. You weren't there. I didn't even, even warm up, but I just looked after him. What were I doing that night? Was that a Friday? That was, it was a Friday, that was, it was a Friday night. Sanchez the night that I weren't there. Yeah, it was a Friday night. And, and um, Kyle looked on Facebook and noticed that I was friends with his personal account. And we're like, oh, if you know him, you can come through. I didn't know the guy. I just randomly added him about 10 years ago and he accepted me. So I messaged him and I'm like, yo, dude, I'm going to come through. I'm the guy looking after you type thing. And it was, it was the nicest guy. The nicest guy. Base Hunter was just amazing. He was just it, it, yeah. up for a laugh, knew the crack, knew that people take piss a little bit because he'd, <laughs> he'd had 
He looked like he was <laughs> fucked. Oh, he yeah, was yeah. Before he even got Off there. Is absolute rocker. Hey, so so I remember the, I remember the little booth had windows and you were hanging over the edge of them and I'm like, fucking hell, who is this guy? <laughs> right. So it was like <laughs> it with him at the time. Is that you just thought of a story about uh, about them nights? Because uh, uh, big fellas used to run these nights and these have like you know 90s artists coming and, and and big time. We had entrance ones, right? Entrance, mate, Dave. Yeah, right. But the thought, because Entrance is playing, we'll book a load of other DJs that play clubland music prior, like 140 BPM clubland music prior and after. So, so Entrance is on, smashes Park out. Some guy comes on afterwards playing, playing. Um, I don't want it now. Someone, someone we knew as well. I can't remember who it was. They were playing like some proper 140. Me and Matt were looking at each other like... What, ultra Beat? Oh, no, Entrance. Ultra Beat, Ultra Beat, sorry. Uh, ultra Beat, right? Yeah, so Ultra Beat are on. Now. And dance floor's dead. Like, you're talking, there's people on it because they can't, they can't leave. It's that busy. Not moving. Milo texts Tony, this is, this is bullshit. He's ruining our night type thing. Me and Milo are absolutely steaming, by the way. So we've, we've got biggest cock in world. This is shit. We're better than these type thing. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we right and and, and he he uh we text about text Tony and Tony's like Tony's not happy about it. Are you going me. to help me now or not? <laughs> so any, anyway, Milo goes up to Ultra Beat guy, no permission off the owner, and just says, "Oh, we 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 cutting you short. We're turning we we cutting you short. We went from 140 BPM literally to S Club Seven, and you just saw it. the crowd erupt and." As it, I, I felt so sorry for the DJ that we're on. We weren't doing it to be dickheads, but it's, we it's that's how you that is. You say you read the that, crowd. That is the main part of DJ, and you read the crowd. And if that, he's just stood there with the headphones on, looking down at his CD players and thinking, "Ah, yeah, this is literally it. for for like this went like half past two. It shuts at four, so we had an hour and a half. And normally at like that time, we go into his party as indie, and we smashed a load of party and a load of indie. Crowds erupted at the end of that meeting, looking at each other, and we're just like, yo, like, this, the guy we just taken off is a multi platinum selling artist. Those two guys from from the Scruffs have just blown him out of water, pal. See oh, ya. Nathan, Nathan, I know the question on your mind. You're wondering if we both got paid any more money for saving the night, keeping people in the nightclub for, for longer. Going up to the bar, spending more money on drinks. Um, come the on. burning question is: Is did me and Zach get paid any more money for rescuing that night? What do you think, Nathan? Gotta go with B, Chris. False. The answer is C. Did we for? <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, I, I, pro, I, I do not, promise you now. Not that it's ever bothered me. Not that I've ever given a shit. Oh no, yeah, I'm yeah. fine with that. Yeah, and I'm and I'm going to bring my grudge that I stole from you five from you know maybe six years old now. Um, and we will. I promise you now to the people that are listening, we are going to get into the the uh, the abroad DJing and and things like that. There's some funny stories there as well. But just right quickly, Daniel. Um, Bank holiday Sunday. Me and me and Daniel used to go out on a bank holiday Sunday. Um, oh no, not right, this one. Right, we... talk about <laughs> something else. Well, let's no, let's no, all no, talk no, no, about no, no, the rugby. No, 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 no. 
We used to go out on a bank holiday, so we start DJing at 10 o'clock, right? I used to not DJ with the bar. I used to go straight straight with Milo. We start DJing at 10 o'clock. So we thought we'd be Billy, Billy Big Bollocks and go out at 6, have a few parties with lads, and then start DJing. Well, Milo realised I can't handle his beer. It got... It got... It got, it got to 11 o'clock, right? 11 o'clock is bank holiday, so Milo is sat in DJ booth, heading bin. Right, he's, he's rough. Sick. He's rough. Throwing up, sick. right? I throwing threw up. 50 quid at Zach and says, you need to do it rest of the night. Yeah. I can't do it. Right. And I, got a, I got a taxi home. I blamed it on a dodgy kebab. A dodgy kebab. Eaten. He went and told the manager that he had a dodgy kebab. He's not even eating. He blamed on a dodgy kebab. Paid me 50 pounds. Do you know the worst thing about it is? The guy made nearly four times the amount I did for DJing all night. And he went home and was sick and just fell asleep. He took his full wage home and just paid me a fucking fraction of it. And I'm like, Milo, well, you, like, what, what are you? And I smashed, I'm not going to lie, man. I smashed the night, smashed it out of the park. They offered me Saturday nights, but I said I couldn't take it off my best mate. Do you know what I mean? So well, uh, I had a great night's sleep. I night. bet you did. I bet you, I bet you slept on a bag of <laughs> 10 pound notes. Yeah. What are we talking about? What are we talking about next? Have I got time just to uh, get a beer? Yeah. Yeah, go get a beer, go get a beer, mate. Go get a beer. I'll plug the podcast a little bit more. Plug the plug the podcast. Do you want any music while you're plugging your podcast? No, I don't. Brian? No, I don't. I want you to just go get a beer and hurry it back. Okay. Go on, plug your podcast. <sighs> anyway, guys, um, I hope you are enjoying this feature-length episode of the Afro Jam Presents podcast. It is a podcast dedicated to any entertainers that are out there, um, whether you are a streamer, content creator, you know, presenter, singer-songwriter. Next week's guest is a singer-songwriter. He's in a band and he's an American football coach as well, so make sure you stick around for that. Um, Who's the guest next week? Oh, he has to come in, doesn't he? Who's the guest next week? We don't announce the guest until the day. I want to know. I'm it's, here now. It, it's Brad Dobson. Brad Dobson. Ah, Brad Dobson. Yeah. Yeah, everybody. He's, it's going to be a far better listen and watch than what this is. <laughs> it's going to be so much. There's, there's going to be less car crashes in it, I tell you that. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. Um, He's a nice man, is Brad. <laughs> yeah. So, how have you got 56,000 likes across all platforms as well? How are you verified? You. This guy, this, 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 this guy, right? Well, it's started This guy we're talking to. Yeah. <laughs> and I says, "Look, all I want is a blue tick." And he says, "Well, take your trousers down." So I took my trousers down, and oh, then dear. I woke up in the, I woke up in the morning with a black eye and a blue tick. It's funny you mention having your trousers down because that leads into his next like topic for the day. Cavos. Why, 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 why he's talking? <laughs> why he's not having any trousers on back? <laughs> I wonder. Um, let's talk about working abroad. Okay, yeah. so summer 2011 is our, no, 10. 10 is our first time in Cavos. So this is now more than 10 years ago. It, uh, it's I disgusting. Feel. R&B doesn't work. So um, that's an inside joke. We'll get into that in a sec. Um, but yeah, so we we you get a phone call. You get a phone call off of our friend Andy Brown. Hey boys, do you fancy coming over to um, to Cabos to do some work out there to come out for a week holiday and and DJ while I'm off? What were you like? Like stepping, in, you know, you'd not worked abroad. You don't know. Worked... Well, new to me. New yeah. to me. DJing abroad. You're in a different country, but. 
I, I've been on, I've been abroad before, and you kind of see what other DJs do. And I think people have got this expectation of if you go a, abroad to see a DJ, they need to be amazing, they need to be good, they're cool, and all that, and they're just yeah. great. Um, and so I'm nervous, and I'm thinking, right, well, that's not me, that's not my act. I'll, I'll, I'll go and I'll create the highest level of energy in a room that I possibly can. Um, my music is not probably not that that great you know it's 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 good it's it's mainstream it's commercial stuff that people know and and love you play the best songs that are out at the minute but that, you know, that, there's other what? djs that play a lot of a lot cooler music yeah and to me when you're when you're 18 19 year old in cavos with a bottle of blue vk you don't want to be cool and just going like that you just want to that's it and, and you know what? I, 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 I was just about you know you you kind of you spurred something on there with the with Music as a DJ is very important and it's probably up there with one of the most important things to do as a DJ, but the entertainment factor of t tying in your music with how well you run that crowd. Anybody can go out and play 100 songs a night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone, anyone can do that. In, it's playing them in the right order, yes. reading your crowd. Again, that's the most important thing, reading your crowd. And if your crowd are just kind of swaying off because you're playing a certain genre of music, yeah. switch it up a little bit, you know. So, you know. You 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 called me said Zach fancy going to to Cabos for a week I'm DJing out there um, you can come and do an hour set if you want to or you can just come out for the for the lads all day it's just gonna be me and you though because I am working uh, I was like yo this is sick yeah let's go out Cabos no I'd, I'd never been on a lads all day prior to this the first lads all day was was two years later we'll get into um, I came out with you and 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 watched kind of how it was and it was so surreal because we was we was literally. In the life of a DJ abroad, we weren't staying in some five-star hotel. We weren't staying in some two-star hotel. We weren't staying in some one-star hotel. We, the first year we went out there, we were staying in a room with, that had no electricity. And... and Squalor. Yeah, in literal squalor. Like, like your house at minute. Exactly, like my house at this moment in time. As For, for you, though, for the guy in 2010 that's, you know, hitting... Decent money when it comes to radio and comes to DJing. I'm not going to get into figures. Don't worry about that. But I'm just saying, it's no, it's no, it's, it's no. Not much. I want to get no, into figures. No, but it's, 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 it's <laughs> not. Honestly, not, honestly it, it, you'd be bored. It, it's not. It's, it's not you'd like. Um, but the the first year we went out was we, me and you actually had gone on a holiday the week before to Tenerife, right? In a five star with his, with his with, birds. <laughs> Yeah, in a five-star hotel. I'll cut some stories out of this now. Um, in a five-star hotel, and then we landed on the Saturday, on the Friday, and on the Sunday we flew out to Cavos and went and stayed in a room with no electricity. But for yourself, though, that's gone out and, you know... The, I know which you, you, out of the two the my favourite. Yeah, right. What was it like, though, when you first turned up and you realised that kind of like, you know, the, D, the DJ life abroad isn't very exotic, let's say. You know, you got some, you got some perks, but yeah, you know... It's not that exotic when you think about it. No, it's a lot. It's, it's as as with anything. It's just a, it's a different lifestyle, right? You can choose to have the lifestyle of waking up on a morning at seven o'clock every day, going into an office, working eight hours, then coming yeah. home. That that that's a life. And it puts money into your bank at end of each month. I mean, what what shut or the system you most? Can, you can the... choose the lifestyle of doing doing that, where you'll you know it, it's. You're working night, sort of thing. You're DJing. You can have a drink at work. You you, you know you 
you're entertaining people, you're seeing a lot of happy faces. Why would you? It's, again, it's just a lifestyle. And if, if as a DJ or an, anyone, if you think, oh, do you know what? I fancy having a go at that. If you can do the job, it's just like someone working in accounts. If they can make numbers work and you're a DJ and you can make crowds work, then why yeah. not have a go at that? But it's I mean, hard because it, it, it's a oh, yeah. complete different ty- ty- time of day. And from the social aspect, you'll see a lot of people at work, but outside of work, you won't really meet many people because you're on a different time zone. I'm not sure if you can hear it right now. Um, I can! Phoebe! Hello! Your little best mate is here. She's going to bed. Um, your little best mate is here to come and say, you want to say, say night? night? Who's that? Is that Uncle Hello. Milo? Hiya! Yeah. Wave to him. Hey up! Wave! Hi. Hello! What? How? Can she hear me? No, she can't. Wait, I'll put the headset on. No, no, no. Hang on. Hello, Phoebe. What are you doing? What are you doing? Um, Went to bed. Bye. Is he making you? Is Daddy making you go to bed now? Are you tired? Yeah. Yeah. Well, go to bed and then you can get up tomorrow and watch Peppa Pig. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to watch Peppa Pig now? Yeah. Yeah. Stop. Stop telling us you can watch Peppa Pig now. Night night. See you later. Bye bye. Night night. Night night. Night night. Night night. See you later. Kiss kiss. See you later. Um, lights, yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, right. Um, so I still don't believe that you made that child. <laughs> she's great, isn't she? She's great, isn't she? Fill, by the way, fill a gap for a, bit, for a second. You're an asshole. You want me to fill a gap? <laughs> yeah, fill oh, a gap for a second. Night. Right, night, night, love. Uh, anyway, right. So. I don't want to fill a gap. I just want to watch you handle a child. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? It's great. So, um, see, see if she handles you instead. Yeah. The biggest shock to me, though, when we were abroad is the fact that you work until two, three, four in the morning and you got to get up for a booze cruise at your DJing at seven o'clock. And it took it took the toll on us. Um, but, but. You had more of an, you had, you had more, he had more of a, an abroad DJing lifestyle than, um, than me. I only really did the. We, 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 yeah, we're gonna get into Falaraki. We did what well, we did. We did Kavos two two years at Bams, and then we did Falaraki, um, which we'll we'll get into, and, and we'll get into the. It's not like a ma- majorly working abroad, but how we got it. But we are, um, we are streaming live on Twitch right now, guys. So if you are listening back on this on Spotify, feel free to come stop by on a Sunday, seven pm on Twitch.tv forward slash AfroZap, which means we subscribe have subscribe lo- to that if you're listening now. <laughs> Wherever you are, subscribe, you cheap shit. You right? can do, you can do it free go. with Amazon Prime. You can do it free go. with Amazon Prime. Free? Yeah, you, if you've got Amazon Prime, you can link your Twitch Prime account and then you can subscribe for free. Well, I've got an Amazon Prime account, but well, I, mean, I haven't I'm, got Twitch. You have got Twitch because you you signed up to Twitch so you could chat in my chat. You're maybe, me... I have, maybe I have got Twitch. <laughs> well, then, well, then link it. While, while I'm about to ask you a question, which has come from my Twitch chat. Yeah, I've can... got Twitch. Yeah, you can you can link it and then you can link it and then subscribe to me, can't you? Put your money where your mouth is, son. Anyway, I'm, yeah. I'm just, I'm just yes. <laughs> so we are so in, we have a, yes, a, live, a, a live Twitch chat going on right now. So we've got some people coming in asking some questions. We have That's a amazing. <laughs> we have a very um, loyal and great friend of mine, and that's called the Toad in our chat at this moment in time, and he's got a couple of questions for you, Dan. If you don't mind so answering them. 
Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so who's the Toad and how do you know the Toad? The Toad is from Liverpool. He's a, he's a Twitch streamer himself. He's an absolute yeah. swell guy. And he's going to be a podcast guest in the next couple of weeks, um, which is going to be a car. Uh, that's going to be carnage. I find it fascinating, right? I don't really, I don't really, uh, I don't know, I'm on a, a, a gaming podcast, right-ish. However, um, um, I've never really gamed, but it's fascinating how you've, you, you, you now know someone and talk to someone, Toad, I, hello Toad, um, who you've just met online um, and they have felt that they ha- they can connect with you so much that they are now going to be a guest on your podcast. I think it's yeah. fascinating. God Toad, loves technology. Toad's a great guy. Um, but Toad wants to know what, the, first of all, your all-time favourite song. As a DJ, you've listened to millions of songs. What's your all-time favourite song? I hate that question. <laughs> you know what, Toad, Toad I'm going to really disappoint you with my answer here, and I'm so sorry. But I genuinely think I don't have one. Oh, you do. I don't. It's surely it's Lighthouse Family. Finger boys. That no, the Lighthouse Family and High. That's my. Um, it's your funeral song. That's my funeral song. Is that? I've got your funeral songs written down in my phone for when you die. Yeah, you know yeah, that? yeah. Yeah, because you want to take up glory for funeral. I know yeah, what you like. You I'm, gonna it. I'm gonna no, DJ it. No, fa- favorite song, Toad. I'm. I can't. I don't know. I just can't. Oh, Grim Reapers here now. I've just seen Girl from Pull Up on Drive. That's oh dear. Oh, we'll, we'll we'll keep we'll keep a stories there. We'll keep our stories to a minimal. Um, all right, so you, so you, so you, I mean, you don't know your favourite song, which is... Toad, Toad, I'll tell you what, there is a song that I, I, and I don't know why I like it, it's just, I think, a really catchy beat, Inner, Sunny's Up. Right? And I've always, and I've what do you want to be, Milo? What do you want to be? I've just told you I can't say in her because my girlfriend's just come on drive, Jesus Christ. <laughs> not like that, just pulled up on the drive, yeah, not come yeah. on the drive. Yeah. You get arrested. Okay, so um, your favourite DJ, your favourite DJ, does that have to be radio DJ, just any sort of DJ at all? Do you know I really like it? <laughs> Again, you'll be disappointed with this answer, Toad. Um, there's a French DJ called Jay Style, right? But fun. And he works on this French radio station, and it's called Fun Radio, and it's massive over there. I don't think he does it anymore, but he used to do. Um, and if you have a, have a Google... Um, He's French. I don't know a word what he's saying, right? But just the way that he handles a crowd. And if you if you have a Google on YouTube, Jay Style, like, and I think there's a few of his club gigs on there, um, and there's a few of his fun radio sets. But Jay Style, have a Google, and I was just I, I, and I remember watching videos of him, and he was just like, "Wow, this is he's amazing. He's really good." And 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 I find that fascinating because I I I didn't have a clue what he was saying. It's a complete different language, and I fell in love with what he did as a job. What about radio then? Like, is, would you class him as your favorite radio like DJ? Him? Yeah. No. Who would you class as your favorite radio DJ? Smiles. It would be Chris. Yeah. See, from for if if I it if so if somebody asked me that question about you, I'd give two answers. It'd be for me. Yeah, it'd be with Chris Miles or Jojo Kincaid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The American guy. Yeah. Which is which is. You know, that's very good. There's different styles of radio. Yeah, there is. No, there is. All right, so um, you think back to your 10-year-old self or your 16-year-old self, your 19-year-old self, where you know, whatever age you want to go with, your inspiration to get into radio, to get into DJing and just be the entertainer that you are. Mm. You, you, said, you said it on Magic 828 that you listened to first when you when you got a, kind of got a bug of, oh, wow, this is fantastic how you can do this. Yeah. What... Who in particular, you know, grasped grasped you to the point where you realised, like, yeah, 
I, I, this is, I need to do this. I think, I, I think watching Ersty on Galaxy back it, back when the dose was massive, top of its game, I was invited in to watch it and again to witness that that air traffic control going on of yeah. uh, of, of someone doing it and hosting this show and, and orchestrating what's going on in the room and uh, it's just fascinating to watch and I just think at that point you just think yeah this this. That's that's what I want to do. I yeah. want to do that, and you trust me, you're not get there overnight. No, you don't. And finally, um, in the memories that you've got of all your DJing kind of gigs, the ones yeah. that you can remember anyway. What's be what's up there as your? I don't know. Let's, let's say top two um, DJ gigs performances that you've done, where you've just walked out, or walked away, and just thought that's that was that was just fucking mint. That I, this that podcast. I, Hey, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. But 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 but, but what's your what's your actual answer? (laughs) I'd say either the party in the park one, which we spoke about earlier, or the time where we was in Falaraki, we was DJing high up on an elevated platform to a beach party. No, don't, 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 don't. You, we're just about to get into Falaraki. Well, you asked me, and that's my favourite. All right, moment. so that, okay, so so just say Falaraki. So Falaraki is you. Falaraki is your favourite gig, yeah. Falaraki is my favourite gig. I am not being controlled. There we go. Right. So we're about. <laughs> so so speaking of Falaraki, two years after we first went to Kavos, we decided to go on a proper lads holiday. Lads said no working, guys. Zach Milo, I don't want you going into all clubs and guessing songs. And we used to play this game where if you could guess the song that they're getting mixed in. Whoever got it first, one. Whoever got it last, bought round Very him. Very sad game, but no yeah. one cares about. Me and Ma- me and Milo never lost, so we always got pissed Never-ing for free. Joke. Um, me, in fact, me, me and Dan All um, used to go. Dan All's in chat now. I've just seen actually. Me and Dan All used to go around down Bridlington and play this game. I never paid for a drink. It was fantastic. Um, but yeah, so we went. To, so we decided to go to Falaraki. All right, we sit in our friend Reno's house. Yeah. Um, hey boys, I've made you all t-shirts. What it happened? Like, so it was like the. Have you seen the in between is where you get the Pussy Patrol t shirts, lads holiday, 21 year old, and um, and the mates done all t shirts. So minibus is picking us up in half an hour. We've got we've got a can of ooch in his hand, and we're we're thinking right, we're, we are the don. We are going to be the fittest lads on that on that holiday, wearing his matching t shirts. What we are name so, on it. What we are name on yours? Remember? <laughs> I can't remember what your name. I can't remember what my name was, but I can't remember what your name was. What was your name? My name was Mister Tumnus. I had a polo shirt with Mister Tumnus on back. What did everybody write on mine? I've no, I've no idea. I've no idea. I'll find some. I've got some pictures somewhere, so I'll have a look. Um, he'd spelt Falaraki wrong on the T-shirt. It's an hard How word to spell. So we open <laughs> these T-shirts. He gives us them. We put them on, uh, and he's like, and I looked at one of the other lads at one, and I looked, and I said, is that spelt right, is that? Yeah, 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 it's spelt right. It's not spelt right. So and this is the days of, like, the first iPhone, or oh, we're all on iPhone 4, so 3G, fired it up. I've got 15 minutes waiting for Google to load, and I'm Googling Falaraki, and I says, it's not, it's not spelt right, is that? Yeah, it is. T-shirt designer said it were all right. 
the uh, the Eastern European um, T-shirt designer didn't know how to spell Falaraki correctly, so uh, we had incorrect spelt ones, and we tried with fag lighters burning the little burning. <laughs> It weren't A, wasn't it? It weren't A, it were Falaraki instead of Falaraki. So we, yeah. we we tried to burn the A off to make it look like an I. Yeah, yeah. So we didn't oh. wear them. Oh, God. My first lad's holiday and I couldn't wear a T-shirt. I felt I felt mortified. Which, so, yeah, but, when, looking back, when looking back now, I'm glad I'm that glad. happened. I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm pretty sure I've still got my T-shirt upstairs. Um, but, so, you go to Falaraki with the boys and yep. no work. No DJing, boys. We're off to a completely different country. Where we, we, we're, going, we, we're going on holiday. I'm having a rest. We used to use Milo on a night out. We, we only invited Milo on a night out because he could message someone and get us into nightclubs for free. Yeah, that's that's what we did. And um, oh, we're, going to, we're, we're going to... We're going to... still do. We're going to... We're going to Falaraki now. Um, How's the Nuki Brown Ale, Nath? <laughs> Tastes like piss. Oh, no. Why are you so, drinking that? <laughs> So the only thing I've got. It's the only thing Shut I've got. Up. Is there nothing else in the house? Have you not even got any perno that you saved for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. So so you get out there, Milo. Um, lads say no work. What's for? What you know? You you you're two nights in. Two two out. nights in. I was, I was, I was the holiday. George's bar. I get. Uh, someone said, oh, do you, "Oh, I'm talking to one of one of the other DJs there." And and I can't I can't remember I can't remember how it come about, but they said, "Oh, do you fancy doing a set?" There's a beach party at the thing, and I'm like, "Oh no, oh. we did phone party first, mate. Come on, get your story oh. right." So we went we to did this, phone, did this phone did this phone party. They said, "Oh look, we need a DJ for this." Fine. I said, "Look, don't want paying. Just sort me mates out with drinks." Fine. So that happened. Did did this little phone party for him? Did that? Smashed that? And then after, after that. We got put on to headline this beach party where there's 5,000 people there. And bear in mind, we're on holiday, right? Not working. We don't have any, we don't have any gear. No we don't kit. Have anything. I had to borrow someone else's gear. I had to remote desktop into a PC at home that my mum had to turn on so I could Dropbox all my me, all me songs that I needed. Uh, and then, then we did it and we made it work. And it, it, it I think uh, Zach's got videos that hopefully he'll share with you on his, his Twitter of him DJing. Oh, we're insane. That, that when that was when um, uh, LMFAO, the Wiggle song, you know, that when we were big, and um, you, we stopped, we stopped the entire crowd. Bear in mind, this, this beach party, my love big this beach party up enough to be honest with you. This beach party, Falaraki shut down for two, two or three times a year. Falaraki shut down, and every bar had a stall. This, if you can see the video now. This is me with my afro, hence Afro Zach, and we're about to do the wiggle. Um, I'm shitting bricks here, by the way. I am absolutely shitting bricks. And we had 5,000 people in front of me copying me do the wiggle because Milo's on the microphone screaming at them. Um, the but, poor people. But, yeah, they, they saw they saw full, full frontal nudity <laughs> of, of, of me then, like... I like they just looking at this video. Oh my days! Did you play LMS Neil because you look like the the guy? Yeah, that, we, that, that was our that was our signature. We did it everywhere we went, and we did this in this this same skit. <laughs> I mean, the crowd just going for mate. It just everything about it brings back their memories, mate. Wow, wow. Yeah. Not half. So yeah, you've done you've done all that, mate. You've had, you know, looking back at it, you've had a good life. Yeah. 
And this is the t this is what this is what he's like off the air. Or this is this is him off the air. Let's 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 come off talking about you for a second. All right, let's have a bit of fun, shall we? What are you we? saying? What are you saying? <laughs> because funnily enough, funnily enough, after Falaraki, you never got any any international gigs after that, did you? Apart from like a couple of radio shows, he came out to Cavos. He, he he warmed up for me a couple of times in Cavos. We won't get into that. Um, you did but, the phone party. Yeah, we did phone party. Paint, paint, phone party. paint party. Paint party. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Wow. They were just. They're just wow. You, you, they're, they're they're amazing out there when you think about it. Yeah, um, they were good. And you know, if anyone's ever been to any of our gigs or my gigs or Zach's gigs or anywhere where we've played and we, you've seen us having fun. But mostly we hope that you had fun there. That's, that's it, what it. we do it. That's what we do it for. That's we it. We to have a good time. It, it, it is. And, and, and just looking back at you. And the money. The money. Yeah. The money's, <laughs> the money's not too bad to be honest with you. I'm can't wait for clubs to open back up. I'm not going to lie. Um, but yeah, you've had, you've had a very good life and mate, it's showing for you. Not everyone gets verified on social media. It's a big thing. I remember when you first got verified, it's a very big thing and that that's great. And I know it's only you know, a blue tech, the but minute, end day. I know, I know, I know at the minute, um, I, you know, I've, I've stopped posting on social media a lot because I think I've just decided now, <laughs> uh, who cares? Yeah. Too big for it. It's too no, big. It's too big. It's too big. Social media is paying. It's pennies. It's too, it's too big. Who the fuck? You're yeah. having a Yorkshire pudding on a Sunday. Who, yeah. who cares that you got to put that but, on your social media? But if you ever get a chance to listen to his shows, like I say, DAB, Pulse One, and stuff, him and, him and Rose do some great stuff out there. And they do some great stuff on social media with the content of the videos that you make. You, do, you know, whenever big films get released, they try and do some parody skits yeah, on them. Spin. Yeah, and, and, and they're hilarious they and they work. We have a good time, and we we are so close. You know, we're best yeah. mates, like me and her. And you, when you're doing a show, there's nothing worse than doing a show. And you'll have this problem, Nathan, Zach, with someone that you don't like. Like now, <laughs> that's control. So, so I know that, like, Nath hates Zach's guts because they told me off the air. Yeah, and and. Nave said he don't want Zach to be here from next week. So who knows, what, who knows what? I'll, who knows what? It's just going to next show. Just going to be Jam presents in it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we we, we Arnold Schwarzenegger soundbite. Yeah, yeah you and Arnold, Perfect. you and Arnold taking over the world, mate. I'll you can do I'll be a first Arnold. listener. Yeah. I'll be a first listener. You could do a full show with them soundbites. Um, so yeah, like, yeah, we we spoke we spoke enough about you, but let's get into the most important part of the of the event. Okay, let's just stop talking about your life and all that shit. Let's play Would You Rather. Let's play <laughs> Would You Rather. Would you rather. Okay, okay let's go. Fought by hard. He's playing Fought by hard. No, this is Jurassic Park, you dickhead. Oh shit, isn't it? Oh, I'm yeah, off home. I'm off home. I'll see you later, boys. A little bit embarrassing. <laughs> all right, let's play my game first, all right? What's this? Silence. I can't, I can't hear it. Good. Oh, can you not hear that? No. They were cutting out. Great. Oh. Jungle's dead. No. no. Oh, shit. You're going to tell me I know what it is as well. Come on. Oh. It's The Apprentice. Oh, The Apprentice. One yeah. point, one point, uh. one point. 
One point to Nat. You know what we'll do? Best out. We're going to do best out of five between Nat. Feel free to play along at home, kids. Right. You can tell it's a fucking joke, are you? Exactly. One, exactly. Shows it. One to Nat. Just right. I've even got. I'm even, I'm, even, I'm even scoring. Right. What's this? I have no idea. I have no idea. I have no idea. Are you ready? No You'll get it in three, two, one. No idea. Shut no up, idea. you fool. Nay. No idea. Home Alone? From a show. It's Home Alone. Right. Did anybody in the chat get that? No. Because no. All right, you sad bastards. What's this? I, it keeps cutting out. It keeps cutting out. Oh, does it? I'd have said Star Wars. I thought that bit. Star Wars. Yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. You get that right. Okay. One, two, eight. So when our last watch down corridor, that's a few. What Imperial March? This is quite dun, 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 dun. Oh. easy one. Titanic. Titanic. Correct. Next. Impossible, Mission Impossible, yeah. I, yeah. It keeps yeah, cutting yeah, out. Mission yeah. Impossible, yeah. yeah. It keeps cutting out a little bit. One, one more. And it keeps cutting out. It keeps cutting out. Indiana Jones. Yeah, Indiana Jones. <laughs> Fucking meet you on that one. Yeah. Right. Sorry about that, darling. It's now yeah. over to Zach. Okay, so we're going to just quick game before we finish up for the night called we do it with his guest week in, week out. And then um, that's we get big game of would you rather. I'm gonna ask yes. you a couple of questions, mate, and I just want you to tell me which one out of the two you'd rather do. Okay? Yes. Perfect. Come on, Arnie. Alright. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna have these uh yeah, start off easy. Start off easy. Um, so, would you rather only be able to use a spoon for the rest of your life, or only be able to use a fork? Mm, I'd only be. I'd rather only have to use a spoon for the rest of my life because spooning leads to forking. <laughs> oh me. Good answer. I like it. Winner. I Winner. like it. I like Winner. it. So, as your <laughs> job as a thinking that. Is the job radio? Uh, as a job on the radio, you talk a lot. So, um, would you rather read every word you said in your head aloud, or everything you said you sang? Bear in mind, you could be walking down the street, mate. You could be walking down the street and be like, "Damn, she's fat." I don't. I don't think I'd be on the radio for very long. <laughs> what I thought came out loud. So I think I'd rather sing everything I said <laughs> instead. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so would you ha would you rather have um, skin that changed colour depending on your emotion? So if you're feeling down, you're feeling blue, or you're jealous, you, you, you turn green, for instance. Or would you ha would you rather have tattoos that appeared on your body saying what you did the day before? And that's everything. So if you if you if you knock a quick one out when your lass is out and you're having a quick Tommy Tank and you know, that's going to be tattooed on your leg, on your arm. Or, or, or like, if, you know, you know if, if, if you're walking down the street and you feel embarrassed, you're just going to turn bright red and like a cherry. Or what you did behind them bins. I think that I would rather have the first one. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. That's, that's, I like it. I like it. I like it. Okay. So um, let's go a bit more outside the box now. 
outside the box. Would you rather have? I say, would you rather eat poo that tastes like chocolate or chocolate that tastes like poo? I'd go for the chocolatey taste in my mouth. So the poo that tastes like chocolate, because the aftertaste would be far superior than the latter. Yeah, and you know what? Everybody else said that as well. That's a uh, that's a pretty pretty good one, and uh, pretty. I I'd probably do the same as the disgusting as it sounds. I'd probably do the same. Yeah, you wouldn't. It'd be more public, publicly accepted eating a bar yeah. of chocolate that tastes like if you had a plate of shit and you were getting stuck into that, people would be raising their eyebrows yeah. at you. Yeah, but it tastes like yeah. chocolate, and you know what I mean? It tastes like chocolate and it's all about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah you could be loving it. You could That's be loving it. it. <laughs> That's it. Weird. Yeah, just uh, can you put it on like a can, can you put it on a cone? Like, can you put it on a yeah. cone, please? On a cornet. Uh okay. Um, sprinkles on it. That's that that that's it on the Woody Rivers for me. Nat, do you have anything else before we call it a day? Uh, no, we've pretty much covered a lot of things. It's been a long podcast this one. It has it's been a, it's been a feature length podcast for us today. So we started with five viewers. How many have we got now? We're currently on nine, which is fantastic. Um so what we are going to do is We've nearly doubled the audience, everybody. Yeah. Whoa. Um yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna cut it down there. Um Milo, uh, this has been hilarious from start to finish it really well, has well I hope you've enjoyed thank you for having me on no thank you thank you for taking the time out of day and, and actually coming on and, and letting letting me talk to you for once rather than you talking to us okay I, I really appreciate anytime, that um, anytime if you have enjoyed this podcast guys and you are listening back to this you can catch it live on a Sunday at 7pm on twitch.tv forward to Afrozak to the guys that are watching live thank you for your input on the twitch chat it's been much appreciated um, hasta la vista baby <laughs> we, we will uh, me and that both me and that both stream on Twitch. You can find our links below as well as our Milo's social links down below. Go follow him and go go for go show some love as well. Me and that will be back live on Monday night uh, with the boys playing the usual, probably golf to be honest with you. Our know, worms we're, we're loving that at this moment in time. Um, so yeah, thank you very much, guys. Um, from the Afro Jam presents pod, you've been fantastic, Milo. Much love and peace out. See you later, guys. Bye-bye.